Brian Little. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Take a Shot with Mem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Mem Joy Emma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to today's episode, I hope you're listening with some love, some joy, some hope, some peace. If you are not, well, then you already know the drill. I am sending that your way right about now. hope you're well. I hope you are in good spirits. I hope this episode finds you doing well, living your life like it's golden. Y'all, I am so excited because guess what? Guess what? Okay, today is my birthday. Today is my birthday, okay? I'm turning a smooth, or I am, a smooth 29. Now, in all honesty, I'm recording this episode, not exactly on my birthday, but I am releasing this episode on my birthday. So today is my birthday, and I'm so excited. I feel different this this year. Like, I've always been a birthday girl. Like I've always, always celebrated birthdays. I feel like birthdays are important. I I don't minimize birthdays at all. <laughs> Some of my friends used to make fun of me because I would say, your birthday is your debut on planet Earth. Okay. Your birthday is your debut on planet Earth. And people would say, you are so dramatic. Who says that? Well, child me. Okay, it is your debut because you are special. There is no one else, okay, that has ever existed that is you. Okay, so when you came on this earth, it is and it was your debut. Make way for the king, the queen. That's you, okay? All right, and today that's me, okay? September 13th was my debut on planet earth, and baby, I am here. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to reflect over my journey. Like I said, I'm turning 29, or I am 29 this year. And um, it's the last year of my 20s. And, you know, like I said, I love birthdays and I celebrate them and I love them. Like, absolutely. I feel like everyone should make a big, big deal of their birthday because I feel like everybody is a big deal, okay? But the last couple of years, I've been feeling, you know what I'm saying, a little blasé, you know, about about my birthday. And um, very unlike me, just because there's just been so much going on in my 20s these past couple of years that I was like, you know what, child, like, I ain't even feeling doing nothing. I ain't feeling doing nothing for my birthday. Um, but this year feels different. This year, maybe it's because it's my 29th birthday. Maybe it's because it's the last year of my 20s. I feel different. I feel like this year or this birthday is special. And I wanted to share it with you guys. I wanted to come on here and share my thoughts. 
and just and just talk. So if you're if you're down, if you're ready, if you're willing or whatever, well then come on. Hear me, hear me celebrate and talk about my birthday, y'all. As you can tell, I'm a little excited. Okay, so when I think about my 20s, the first thing that comes to mind as I just think about how I feel about my 20s, how I feel about the last, be, you know, this being the last year of my 20s, as I reflect over my 20s, I think about how grateful I am. To be very honest with you, my 20s has not been the funnest. <laughs> um, it's been difficult. It's been a walk. For those of you that have been listening to me since I started this podcast three years ago, first of all, thank you. You are the bomb.com. Okay. You are amazing. And I appreciate you so much. But if you've been listening or you just started listening and you, you know, caught up on some episodes, you know, I, I talk a lot about my story and I talk a lot, especially about the darkest time of my life in my 20s. I went through a lot during my 20s, but specifically the darkest time of my life where I share with y'all, you know, the time period of my life when I couldn't sleep, when I was literally suddenly, um, I couldn't sleep for months. Um, I was staring at the walls, you know, at night, literally didn't sleep a wink. I tried, I went online, tried all the little remedies they told me to try, got all the advice, went to a doctor, got the medication, was given, you know, a period of time to take that medication and was, and was promised that I would start to feel better and go back to sleep and all those things. It didn't work. And I remember uh, my one of my closest friends, she during that time period would literally put her hand on my shoulder and it was a soft touch, nothing, nothing too hard. But even at her soft touch, I would like fall, want to fall over. Like she pushed me hard. I, I was that exhausted. And I remember things were so bad. And, you know, I, I was like, I want to go, I want to die because I'm not sleeping. I feel like I'm going crazy. I remember I literally felt like I was going crazy, y'all. Like at night, I would feel like my bed was shaking. And in class, I was an uh, undergrad, I was an undergrad student at the time. And I remember in class, I was taking a test. And so the entire class was silent. You know, nobody was speaking. But I remember specifically hearing screams, like loud, crazy screams. And I was looking around like, does anybody else hear these screams that I'm hearing? Nobody. Everybody was, you know, because you would react because the, the, the crazy screams I was hearing, everybody would have reacted. Nobody was reacting. I was looking around. Nobody was reacting. Everybody was taking their test like nothing was happening. And so at this point, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. And it was such a dark period of my life. And like I said, I went to the doctors. I was like, I'm taking these medication. Nothing is working. So at this point, I was like, I'm I'm done. I'm gone. I want to go because I can't take this anymore. And, you know, as I said that, my mother even would, would call me and she would say, I had a dream that you, that you were you were dead. And my mother, she's a dreamer. And, um, you know, when she dreams, it's kind of freaky because she's learned to pay attention because God sometimes talks to her through her dreams. So sometimes, like, she'll dream things and what she dreams actually happens. Um, and so 
for her, when she dreamt that, she, you know, of course, she called me. She was in a panic and was just like, I dreamt that you were dead. And, you know, I let her know what was going on. And she ended up staying up till five o'clock in the morning on her own, you know, and just praying for me. And so just to like, let you know, like this was such a crazy time. And I felt like literally like my life was hanging in the balance. And I remember a friend of mine one morning called me. I was like, I think you should go to church with me. And I was like, no, I want to sleep. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go to church. I want to sleep. And she was just like, yeah, I know. But if you can just get the last bit of strength that you have and come to church with me. And so I went to church and I remember the pastor at the time, she was preaching a message and in the middle of her message, she stops and basically says like, there's somebody here. You've been staring at the walls. You haven't been able to sleep. And it like she was literally detailing my story. And I looked at my friend. I'm like, did you tell her? And she was like, no. And so I was like, then how does she know? Like she's detailing stuff that I, you know, hadn't even told my friend. I hadn't in detail, you know, told my friend. I stared at the walls and da, da, da. She was, she was sharing. So I was just like, what? How does she know then? And then I went and I got some prayer. Um, she prayed for me and, and, and all of that. And so I was just like, okay, God, I'm going to give you a shot. I'm going to give you a shot because I'm at the end. I'm at the end of my rope here. Either I die because I feel like I'm about to die or you do something. You do something. So I, I stopped everything. I stopped my medication. I, I stopped everything. I was like, I'm, I'm desperate. Like, this is crazy, but I'm, a, I'm at a desperate place because nothing is working. I'm doing everything that I'm being told to do and nothing is working for me. And so I'm like, if you're real, if you really do what they say you do, then you got to do something about what's going on in my life because I'm done. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to just try this God stuff out and we just going to see because, yeah. Now I want to pause and I want to give a disclaimer because I realized the times that I've shared this ep- this story, I've never given this disclaimer and I absolutely should. Please, if you are going through or if you are having any sleeping issues or or insomnia or anything like that and you know you're struggling and you identify with the story and you're taking medication, this is in no way encouraging you to stop taking your medication. That is in no way what I am saying. Please continue to take your medication and please continue to um, do what you're being advised to do. I'm just simply sharing my story and I feel like it would be dishonest of me not to tell you the whole truth. And the fact of the matter is this is this is the truth. This is what I went through and this is how I overcame. Um, And so I wanted to share that with you. I am not encouraging you to stop your medication or anything like that at all. I'm not doing that. I believe in, you know, taking your medication and doing uh, what you're being told to do, because I do believe that God does heal with medication. So please don't take this as an excuse to stop your medication, please. Okay. So anyway, back to the story. This was really the beginning of my faith walk, right? And, um, I decided I'm going to give this God thing a try and see what happens because everybody keeps saying, you know, God is real and he, you know, he comes through and all this stuff and he heals and all that, all of that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. And if that doesn't work, well, I'll be gone because I'm done anyway. And I can't pinpoint exactly when things began to change for me as far as being able to sleep and, and, 
you know, not hearing crazy stuff anymore, but just things began to change as I continue to go to church, as I continue to read my Bible, as I just started spending time with God, things started changing for me. You know, and I'm not going to say it was easy or it was a, a walk in the park. There were times where I, I wondered, and am I really going to go? Like, am I am I really going to go? And I, you know, I re- vividly remember being on the floor, just crying and crying and crying because I was just like, this is it. And I thought this was it. And But I kept just believing. I was like, church is the only thing that makes me feel better. Like, you know, reading my Bible, praying, you know, worshiping, it was, was the only thing that made me feel better. Uh, so I just continued to do that. And over time, I can't pinpoint it. I don't have like a date or anything, but things started getting better as far as that situation. And so that was the darkest moment of my life in my 20s. Um, but it brought me the best relationship that I've ever had in my entire life. And that was my relationship with God. So that was a, yeah, that was a part of my 20s. But also, you know, I'm not going to say after that it was all a cakewalk and everything was good and I was living my life like it was golden. No, that is not the case. I still went through some stuff that I was like, man, this this too much. I I think I think I'm done again. Like this too much. I still went through some some crazy things. So my 20s were just they weren't you know how people say, you know, College, you know, these are the best years of your life and da 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 And, you know, when you graduate, you get a job and it's supposed to come together and all, your life is supposed to be good. And you're supposed to, you know, all these things that were fed about what our 20s are supposed to be like. My child was not like that. It was, it felt like it was like after I overcame one thing, there was another thing <laughs> and then another thing and then another thing and then another thing. And I was like, y'all. I can't, I can't, I can't. Like what, why, why, why? And I would look around and I'd be like, why does it feel like I'm the only one going through this much crazy nonsense? Like I would look around and be like, why? Why, Lord Jesus? Why, why, why does it feel like I am the only one going through this amount of insane nonsense? Tell me why, Jesus, please. But the thing about it is, again, as I look back over and I'm here, y'all, I'm here in the last year of my 20s, I wouldn't trade anything that I've been through, anything for the world. Like I, I wouldn't trade anything. I wouldn't go back and change anything because everything that I've been through has made me stronger it's made me better. It's grown me. It's matured me. It's molded me into the person that I am today and continues to mold me into the woman that I am becoming. And I know, you know, you hear that a lot, but it it really is true. Like that, the whole like, you know, cliche, people say it all the time. People say it all the time for a reason, because it's true. Like the things that we go through the things that the hard times, the things that we we go through that that are hard and difficult and we never ask for. And it's like, child, am I going to make it? Oh, my God. All those things really do strengthen you and really do mold you and shape you into the person that you're becoming. If you allow it, if you have the right perspective, if you allow God into it to change your perspective about what you're going through, to give you strength to overcome, right? Because you can go through something and just get through it by the skin of your teeth and leave whatever you're going through bitter. 
and I've experienced that. Um, and that sucks because when you leave a crazy time in your life, when you leave bitter and angry and all of that, and not that those feelings are, are valid, but you, you learn to work through them. But when you leave situations like that better, you wear your anger, you wear your bitterness, you wear that in all of your interactions. But when you allow God into your situation, when you allow God into your circumstance, I'm not saying it's a cakewalk. Like I told y'all, it was not. I told you, I vividly remember literally being on the floor, even after I had said, God, you got this, crying still because it felt like I nothing was changing. And I so desperately wanted things to change. And the thing is, I kept going and I invited and I allowed God to come in the situation. And even when I didn't understand, and even when I didn't, I didn't understand, I still, I still looked to God. I still, I still held on because that was all I had at the time. And I was like, if you don't, if you don't come through, if you don't, if you don't help me, this is, I'm, I'm gone. And and that was real. It's not like some metaphorical thing. I literally was like, I'm, I'm gone, you know? And that, and again, there were so many dark periods of my life where I literally felt that way. Um, and so as I look back over my 20s, as I, I'm in the last year of my 20s, I'm grateful that I'm still here. I'm grateful that I made it through. I wouldn't change anything. I'm grateful for the strength that I got from everything that I went through. I'm grateful of the God that I met in the darkest times of my life and the God that came through for me in the darkest periods over and over and over again that came through for me. I'm at a place in my life where I'm like, bruh, I've been through too much. I'm not going to argue with you about if God is real or not. Child, I know. I've been through too much. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, y'all. In this last year of my 20s, I'm grateful. I'm excited. I feel ready. I don't know. I just, I, there's such a, an excitement and, and a, a readiness and a thankfulness that I feel. And I just wanted to come on here and share that with y'all. And um, I don't know, mark this, like mark this 29th year of my life and just how grateful and how thankful and, and um, just look over my journey and just, and just say like publicly, y'all, I made it. If I could go back in time and tell my younger self that in those dark times, I would tell her, you're going to make it. I know it sucks. And I know you don't think that you're going to make it, but I need you to keep pressing. I need you to keep pressing and I need you to keep going because you're going to come out of this. You're going to come out stronger, better, wiser. And at times you're not even going to be able to recognize yourself. So I would say that to the old me and I say that to you, right? I say that to you if you are listening to this and you identify and you are in a dark place where you're like, I don't got it in me anymore. I don't got no more fight left, right? I say this to you, you're going to make it as somebody that went through and thought that for several times that thought she had nothing else. Allow God to strengthen you. Allow God to come through for you. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't quit. Don't quit. Cry your tears. Yell it out. Scream it out. Shout it out. Do what you got to do. 
but get up again and look up. Look up. God is with you. God is for you. And you're going to make it through this. From somebody who thought she would not make it. Y'all, I was supposed to be dead. And I'm here. From somebody who thought she would not make it, please hear me. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Keep pushing. Keep pressing. And know that in the fight, even when it doesn't feel like it, God is with you because that's who he is. He's not like people that abandon you. He's not like people that abandon you. God stays. He never leaves. You might want to push him away, but he never leaves ever because that's not who he is. That's not who he is. He always stays. Always, y'all. I'm telling you what I know. He always stays. Always stays. He's always there when you can't see him, when you can't feel him. Still, he's always there. You don't understand. He's still there. And he's praying for you. He's fighting for you. He's working things out for you. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because soon you're going to be able to stand tall and say, I made it too. All right, y'all. That's it for me, honey. I'm done. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, you know, I love you and I appreciate you. Listen, I need y'all to do me a solid, okay? On my birthday, I need you to do me a solid. Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. If you are a listener, if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, listen. Tap that share button and share it with someone that you think this would encourage, okay? And leave a review, okay? On Apple Podcasts, please rate and review this podcast. When you do, it just lets others know that, child, we're here. We're here and we ain't going nowhere, okay? And then lastly, I don't think I've shared um, yet, but I have made a home on Instagram, for this podcast. It's Take a Shot Podcast. Again, on Instagram, we now have a page on Instagram. It's Take a Shot Podcast. So follow, follow if you have any thoughts on today's episode. Make sure you head on over there and share your thoughts. I would greatly appreciate it. Y'all already know I love you. I appreciate you. And as always, I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.